Thank you for joining us for Three Bees on the Law podcast, hosted by Trisha Barita, Camille Canali, and Susan Dawson. Disclaimer, this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Three Bees on the Law. Today we're going to talk about a topic that actually confuses a lot of employers, and we see a lot of issues in wage and hour law um, on overtime and how it needs to be paid. So I want to caution people, as you know, I'm a California bee, and California is a bit different. But today we're going to talk about overtime under the Fair Labor and Standards Act. That's the federal law. So just beware that you need to make sure, as we always warn you, both in our intro and in our closing statements, that you need to make sure you're complying with your state. But under federal law, non-exempt employees must be paid at a rate that's not less than one and one half times the regular rate of pay for all hours worked over 40 hours in a work week. That's pretty standard. Most people know and understand that. But what a lot of people get wrong is what the regular rate of pay is. And so under um, the FLSA, the employee, all of the money, they use the word fancy word remuneration, but all of the money that an employee receives for that work week, unless the remuneration or money is exempt under the Fair Labor Standards Act is included in their money. And so Susan, I know you were going to talk for a minute. You were mentioning before we got started that there are some exclusions to this. Right. There's a number of listed exclusions uh, that they that the Department of Labor has provided. But there's one that I see time and time again that trips up employers. And there's an exclusion for discretionary bonuses. But there is no no exclusion for non discretionary. So the big question is, is a bonus really discretionary? right to allow it to be excluded or does that um, that amount have to be included in the regular rate of pay when you're calculating overtime so trisha tell us what's a discretionary bonus versus a non-discretionary bonus so the discretionary bonus is going to be generally when the employer has the sole discretion um so they are determining whether to pay the bonus or not um versus when you're looking at something that's more non-discretionary where it's going to be paid due to example, like a contract or agreement or promise here in Texas, we see it a lot under something called the Texas payday act where the um, Texas workforce commission encourages employers to have agreements with the people that they pay bonuses to and commissions to. So it's very clear when an employee is going to get paid and they want to see that in writing because um, of course, it makes it clear to an employee of whether or not they're going to be getting those bonuses when they perform certain types of work and especially commission type work. Right. So um, that would be the most basic way. Do you guys have any ideas on um, where you guys see discretionary bonuses or non-discretionary? Where I see a lot of employers getting tripped up is when every year they pay a bonus at the end of the year and that amount fluctuates, but employees expect that they're going to receive some sort of bonus. 
at a certain point when employees can expect it, it becomes non-discretionary, even when the dollar amounts are discretionary. What about you, Camille? What do you see? Well, I was just going to say, what's your take on holiday bonuses? Right. You know, I mean, that was actually going to be my example. I think uh, that is the big one that everybody uh, messes up. And so I think the important thing is, and that what we need to talk about is how people should be calculating that regular rate of pay when there's a bonus involved. Well, and a big thing we're seeing now are incentives to work special shifts. Employers are struggling to get employees to work sometimes or to fill shifts. Maybe that third, that third shift, you know, the, 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 what, one is usually third shift, but you know, 8, 8 p.m. to, to 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., you know, those overnight shifts, or maybe nobody wants to work Saturday nights. And so they're giving them a special incentive, an, an amount of, of money. Um, you know, maybe it's an extra 50 bucks for the whole shift, but that is a non-discretionary bonus. Well, and listen, I can tell you from personal experience that that graveyard shift always paid better because when I was in college and on break, that was the shift I would choose to work if it was available just because <laughs> I could make some extra money for school. Um, but and, and it paid better than the day shift. So anytime I could pick up one of those shifts, um, it was worth it. But had I known then what I know now about how that overtime should be calculated, um, I probably would be going back and telling uh, my employer that they owed me some money. <laughs> Camille. Camille's <laughs> going to go back in time here in her time machine. But I, um, yeah, that's I all great. Myself. I would date myself when I told you the hourly rate back then. But um, it it, it, uh, uh, it wouldn't buy a latte at Starbucks these days. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, Susan, um, but- Susan really wanted us to talk about this because it's, you know, really at the time of year where people are starting to look like, are we going to give bonuses to the employees or not? Those discussions usually start about right now. Um, and, um, you know, because of the big confusing factor, right, of um, totally missing and understanding that sometimes with these bonuses or any extra pay outside of the regular pay that Camille was talking about can cause you to have the actual rate of pay for the employee change, which means the overtime is a different number. And while we could get in all the math and complication pieces of that, you really need to take away um, the idea that if you're giving the employee extra money outside of what they're normally being paid at their normal, normal regular rate, and they work overtime, they may need to be paid at a different overtime rate. Did I say that clear enough, guys? <laughs> I, think I think so. I think so. And and don't assume that the bonus is non is a uh, discretionary because they it 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 might not be. I mean, it's not just a matter of well, I don't know. I just decide every year. Well, but is it every year? Is there something every year? Right. So. So it's definitely something to think about and something to try to make sure that you're calculating correctly, because at least here in Illinois, those penalties for not calculating overtime correctly can get really high. And at the federal level, the DOL loves this. Like they love it because it's so easy for the employer to screw it up. So um, uh, having an understanding of whether or not now, if your employees aren't working overtime, this may not run. You may not be running into this issue. But if you if you have like some of my employers 
they run into overtime. Maybe it's a couple hours here, a couple hours there, or maybe like what Camille's saying, they pick up an extra shift for money. So the overtime does come into their um, regular calculation with these employees. And that's where it really matters. Right. And we're not Grinches. We're not saying don't give your employees a holiday bonus. That is not our point. It's just don't run afoul of these laws because it can be costly. Anything else, ladies? All right, then. With that, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Three Bs on the Law. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast of Three Bs on the Law. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. We also welcome any comments. If you'd like to get in touch with us or suggest a future topic, you can email us at 3-T-H-R-E-E-B's on the law at gmail.com. And because we're lawyers, we need to remind you that this podcast is not meant to provide you with legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day.